0: Body and also due to the grace of Kalakanya and Hermaya, one becomes overly attached to a material body, although it is the abode of pain. Even if one tries to separate a worm from the stool, the worm will be unwilling to leave. It will return to the stool. Similarly, a hog generally lives in a very filthy state, eating stool, but if one tries to separate it from its condition and give it a nice place, the hog will be unwilling. In this way, if we study each and every living entity, we'll find that he will defy ourselves. Uh, he will defy offers of a more comfortable position. Although King Puranjan was attacked from all sides, he was unwilling to leave the city. In other words, the living entity, whatever his condition, does not want to give up the body, but he'll be forced to give it up because, after all, this material body cannot exist forever. The living entity wishes to enjoy the material world in different ways, and therefore by nature's law he is allowed to transmigrate from one body to another, exactly as a person transmigrates from the body of an infant to a child, to a boy, to a youth, to a man. This process is constantly going on. At the last stage, when the gross body becomes old and invalid, the living entity is reluctant to give it up, despite the fact that it is no longer usable. the material existence and the material body are not comfortable, why does the living entity not want to live? As soon as one gets a material body, he has to work very hard to maintain it. He may engage in different fields of activity, but whatever the case, everyone has to work very hard to maintain the material body. Unfortunately, society has no information of the soul's transmigration. Because the living entity does not hope to enter the spiritual kingdom of of eternal life, bliss and knowledge, he wants to stick to his present body, even though it may be useless. Consequently, the greatest welfare activity in this material world is the furthering of the Krishna consciousness movement. This movement is giving human society information about the kingdom of God. There is God. There is Krishna and everyone can return to God and live eternally in bliss and knowledge. A Krishna conscious person is not afraid of giving up the body, because his position is always eternal. A Krishna conscious person engages in the transcendental loving service of the Lord eternally. Therefore, as long as he lives within the body, he is happy to engage in the loving service of the Lord, and when he gives up the body, he is also permanently situated in the service of the Lord the saintly devotees are always free and liberated, whereas the karmis, who have no knowledge of spiritual life or the transcendent loving service of the Lord, are very much afraid of giving up the rotten material body. Hmm.
1: This purport that Srila Prabhupada gives to this verse, for those who have read Srila Prabhupada's books up to this point. That means who have read Bhagavad Gita as it is, and we're talking about the normal course of reading, and then they've read the first three cantos of Bhagavatam, and now they're in the fourth canto, toward the end of the fourth canto. So for those who have even the first time reading through Srila Prabhupada's books, what is stated in this purport There's nothing new. (laughs) But it's devastating, nevertheless. It's very strong and clear. Devastating in the sense that uh, materialistic people, they don't like to hear these things. Even though it's what they really need to hear. They don't like to hear these things. We've all those of us who have been engaged in preaching Krishna consciousness on Srila Prabhupada's order we're all aware that most people don't like to hear these things some people become upset on hearing these things some people these things means how we are going from body to body to body suffering birth after birth after birth some people become upset on hearing it Some people, they just kind of shrug it off and laugh or just don't, you know, they just don't let it even enter their consciousness. People don't like to hear this. Now, why should that be? Why should people not like to hear the news by which they can get free from the suffering of repeated birth and death? Well, One reason is because we're in this material world because we're all rascals. We came to forget Krishna, not to remember Krishna. So we have that mentality of being uh, separate from Krishna, that mentality of not wanting to serve Krishna. Even there are people who they, they say, yes, They'll say, yes, we should get free from birth and death. And they may in some ways be very serious to do so. But they won't accept Krishna. They'll go through literally lifetimes of severe difficulty to get free from birth and death. But they won't surrender to Krishna. They don't know. Which, if, they, if you actually want to get free from birth and death, then it's not that difficult. Just surrender to Krishna, that's all. Very easy. Janma devyame vanyo veti vadehang punar janma naiti Simply by understanding Krishna, the transcendental nature of his appearance and activities, one automatically gets free from birth and death and goes to Krishna. So, it's not such a difficult thing to understand that Krishna is transcendental to this world, although he appears within this world. It's even uh, intellectually, it's not such a difficult thing to grasp. It's it's more difficult intellectually to grasp the uh, the, the, the topics of uh, well, for persons who are not trained in that and who don't have that. Yeah, they don't have that training or background to. Dis- if if I was to start speaking here about differential calculus and different things like that, which I might have been able to do many years ago, but now I just know the word differential calculus and I can't remember anything more about it except the term. But if I was to start talking about that, the engineers among us. India is a land of engineers. Yeah. So many engineers. They might understand, but not everyone yeah. would understand. It, it's it, You need quite some training. And then, uh, you know, other topics too. If we start, you know, technical language about uh, any subject. It's, it, 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 many subjects, that they're not very easy to understand. I was just reading the other day something about the... Uh, the point, or the, the point of difference between the uh, the mimamsakas this uh, Mandana Mishra and Kumari Labhata, who are, if anyone studies what's called Indian philosophy, they're famous names. They're both of the Mimangsaka school, and both were met by Shankaracharya. I mean. One, he made a disciple, and the other one thought, well, I've got to burn myself to death for my offenses against my Buddhist guru. <coughs> but anyway, the, the, their, their point of content, the, what they, the main thing they were arguing about, is very difficult to even understand what they were arguing about. It's so abstruse. Abstruse, I guess, sukshamana, I guess you'd say in Tamil. Sukshma. It's a, so, uh, such a subtle point. Abstruse is not exactly the same as subtle, but close enough. So, uh, one of them was saying like the, the nature of sound, uh, just like we find in Bhagavatam in the 12th canto, I believe, it's discussed, there's, there's the original nada, which is the, the substratum of all sound, and then there are different levels of sound, and what we speak is the most gross level, but there's within the consciousness, beyond the consciousness, they're all different levels of sound. So they're they were having some discussion over these two. They they're big difference, big divide in the Mīmāṃsaka school and it's, it's very d- difficult to understand. one is what is it? One is saying that uh, sound is so everything is produced from sound. Someone says sound represents this or, but, uh, the t- yeah, so to get back to this point, that the point that we are all eternal servants of Krishna, who is the Supreme Personality of Godhead, uh, we are all spiritual by nature, uh, the, the, the body is material, but this consciousness means this, there is a living force. The presence of consciousness indicates that there is a living force that is separate from the body, So the body is gross chemicals but the consciousness by which we desire, we feel happy, we feel sad. This consciousness is not produced of chemicals. It's a non-material entity. uh, Or entities, we should say. Not one entity, as some people claim. And uh, we all uh, this, this have a relationship with Krishna, who is the Supreme Personality of Godhead. So it's not, even intellectually, it's not a very difficult thing to understand. But people, people don't understand it, and mostly people don't want to understand it. Why is that? I, I mean, many people are very anxious to have their sons qualify as engineers. And they'll send them to study engineering. If we send them to study what is the difference between the body and the soul, they're not interested. Why is that? Well, one reason is, not only they're not interested, but they're, you know, they're seriously interested in not having their sons <laughs> study these matters. So why is that? Well, one reason is the deep uh, envy of Krishna which is uh, the spirit souls coming to this material world? They develop that. It must be pretty powerful that envy of Krishna, considering that the love of Krishna is the natural propensity of the soul, and the it's very—that's the actual nature of the soul, which is very a very powerful motive. Preem is very strong, but. What kind of envy is there of Krishna that, that covers that? And we become, we, we have to become inimical to Krishna. You can't, is it like being neutral, there's no neutral. You just don't care, you don't bother. Many people, they may seem to be neutral, but then if you push them and say, hey, surrender to Krishna, then you'll see they're not neutral at all. So, that's one reason. And another reason that it's, it's reinforced by everyone else, and especially in the, in the modern age, that social pressure coming from the demoniac society to be, define your life in a totally materialistic way. Just like I was saying about the Mimansakas. So, they're actually, they're, they're, their philosophy is completely materialistic, but it's religious. It's based on, very strongly based on, the, on Shastra, I and mean, it's absolutely founded in Shastra, With a complete misunderstanding of Shastra. But uh, that was going on when Krishna was present. He spoke about Vedavadharata. The, the people who think they know what the Vedas are. And they th- they think to go to the heavenly planets is what it's all about. So, there's nothing... In Mandana, Mishra and company, they were around, what, about 1,300 years ago approximately. But, and Krishna was... He spoke Bhagavad Gita 5,000 years ago. So, that's a common thing to misinterpret the Vedas. Even we find that Vyāsadeva, that word is used, Hidvā. Pailadin, which uh, it means to reject or leave aside. The the rishis, who Vyasa gave the different Vedas to edit and expand. Uh, he didn't, well, it's stated in Bhagavatam that he, leaving them aside or neglecting them, or Srila Prabhupada, no, it's not translated by Prabhupada, it's tra- translated by others, so. Or rejecting them, he spoke Bhagavatam to Vyasa to Shukadev, which suggests that from the very beginning the, the Vedas were propagated in a in a way that people understood them in a materialistic way. So, yeah, there's so in India at least the culture was very religious, but uh, and people were pious. From the uh, yeah, from the Shastric point of view we could say that even though the philosophies of Mandana Miśra and Kumarila Bhatta and Shankaracharya in many ways they, they, they foster piety. Even though we reject Shankara's philosophy of Kevaladvaita Vada but it uh, we reject it philosophically, and that's. Con- Chaitanya Mahaprabhu says Mayavadi, which means follower of Shankaracharya, Krishna Yaparadi. They're, they're offenders to Krishna, and uh, Madhvacharya, he equates Shankara with that one demon. What was his name? I can't remember. Uh, can you remember which demon he says? One of the demons killed by Bhima. Not in the Kurukshetra battle when the Pandavas were off wandering. I just can't remember. Maniman. Manima. He killed it. So, they they take him to be just a complete demon altogether. So, we reject that philosophy of Shankara, but in many ways it, cultive, it, it fosters piety, as we see up to the present day, that there's, and that, uh, Srila Prabhupada also comments in the, uh, when he's talking, when, when Srila Prabhupada's commenting on Chaitanya Mahaprabhu converting, he uses that term, converting the Mayavadi sannyasis of Varanasi, That they, they were pious in as much as they studied the Vedas and they performed austerities and they lived at, Varna, well, that's not mentioned, but it's also a pious place on, on the bank of the Ganga. Although Krishna burned it to pieces at one time, but still it's... Uh, you now on the bank of the Ganga, it's pious. Although the other side, Ramnaga, that's said to be impious. Anyway, but... Anyway... Um, <coughs> There, on one side, pi- they're cultivating simultaneously piety along with the demoniac philosophy. So at least that was there. But in modern India, uh, this piety even it's there's a lot of propaganda against it, even to be pious. And we find that most Indian people who the first thing in the day they everyone. And, they would do some puja or study shastra or Japam or something pious in the morning. Nowadays, many they get up and they have no thought of any such thing. Just they drink coffee, coffee, and go to work or to college or whatever. No, nothing, not even any pious thought. Of course, there are also good signs also. So many people will go to Tirupati. Kumbha Mela is coming up again. So many people go. No one makes any advertisements. UP tourist board, they don't make any advertisements. They have enough trouble handling all the people who come without any advertisements. It's... Kumbakonam also, there so many places. There are, people still have some idea to go to, for some pious activity. But the, the demoniac forces are trying to destroy Vedic culture. And all over the world, uh, demoniac forces are just making people more and more into animals with no religious thought whatsoever, what to speak of the, Atato Brahma Jignasa. Inquiring into the nature of reality. Which is it's a step up from religion. It's again, that uh, Mimamsakas. They, they just, just, just like we have the Brahma Sutra. So they have the Mimamsaka Sutra. So they begin with Atato Dharma Jignasa. Now we should inquire into the nature of Dharma. Dharma from there... Into what is, not into the nature of dharma, into what is dharma, just, just, which they take to mean following the rules and regulations of Shastra so that after dharma comes artha and karma, right? Trivarga, not Chaturvarga. The three aims of life, which are follow dharma, be pious, practice religion, get money. And enjoy life. Within limits, according to dharma. And when you come to chaturvarga, then you become atato brahma jignasa. Mm-hmm. The fourth object. And then when you follow Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, then prema arto maha. Pancham purushartha. The fifth goal of life. Jara age chunatulla chari purushartha. The the fifth goal of life, or the uh, or the actual goal of life, is krishna prem which makes the four goals of life, dharma, artha, kama, moksha, all together, all combined, seem just like as significant as straw or grass. <laughs> no one even you just you're walking, you you don't you don't notice grass. So like that, for those who are desirous of or absorbed in Krishna prema, then there's, you don't even notice what is this chaturvarga. So all over the world, these demoniac elements that are cheating people in all ways. So people, they—they they won't even take an interest in this. What? What the? purpose of human life is, what human life offers, the opportunity to get free from birth and death and go to Krishna. The, the people they have no idea. They're completely misled. Maya, Mukta, Jiva, Nahi, Krishna Shatagan, Jibare Kripa, koile, Krishna, The People have no interest. They're completely bewildered by Maya. They, they, where are they going to get this knowledge from? And so Vyas made these books so that people can uh, get this knowledge. But people are completely bewildered. Just, just the, the idea that the purpose of life is to earn money. I mean, they don't even state it. They don't Go as far as stating that there is a purpose of life. They don't put ideas into people's heads that there is actually a purpose of life. Or even get them to, they don't even bring that, that to that level of thinking about that there's a purpose of life. Just it's like, you know, like a clockwork toy. This is, I guess, a bit out of date, or electric toy or something. You wind it up and it just walks. Do, 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 do. So, like that, people go to school, study, get a job, earn money, buy a camera, smile in the photo, and that's it. Anika Chita vibhanta. Although you're full of anxieties all the time, I'm a success. I did it. I did it. I showed. I could make it. My parents are proud of me. But nowadays, even they don't care about the parents at all. It's just parents. Brother, yeah. what, what do you care about the parents? The parents you become concerned with when you have your own children. And then because the wife wants to go out and work. So then you become interested in your parents. Now they have to come and look after the children. Otherwise, no interest. So it's a demoniac society. And what to speak of if we tell people there's birth and death in your suffering and they become upset and we say demoniac and they we think, well that's really extreme. But it's a fact. It's a fact. The whole society is cheating. The educational system cheating. The whole consumer society making people work hard to buy things that they don't need. And they think they'll be happy by having. And not only do they think they'll be happy by having, but they think that my life is incomplete, unless I have a, 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 a motorbike, at least, unless I have the latest pair of glasses. <sighs> unless I have you know, fashion shoes, then uh, fashion shoe. That's a good. Those of you who are learning Tamil, you can learn. Fashion shoe. It's understood in Tamil. Does your grandmother understand? You have a grandmother still, right? Your mother, she understands it's term fashion shoe? Maybe. She lives in Chennai. She's not wearing fashion shoes. Not not this lifetime she wears. She comes again then They'll have to have... They even have for children, like little children, because they're trying to promote children's fashion. So what do the children know about fashion? But it's all some idea of Christy. You're going to buy this, buy that, and, you know, 70 varieties of lipstick, and then they have this, uh, all these powders and creams you put on your face, and then you have other creams for taking off the powder, and damn expensive and you have to work so artificial necessities big big houses huge houses which i mean how big a house do you need actually I mean, how much space do you need but they like you know, huge house so artificial necessities So the the society, they they push you to work, earn money, so you buy more things, and then you put your money in the bank, and then the people owning the bank, they steal all the money, and and then uh, instead of being stuck in jail, the taxpayers have to pay to bail out the bankers. Of course, it's not called stealing, but practically that's what it amounts to, so... Is, Prabhupada pointed out all these things, how the uh, the education system is cheating, the paper money system is cheating. No one at that time had any idea. Now some people are beginning to understand. Some people, Prabhupada at that time could understand everything very clearly, how the whole society is cheating, how they're bringing people into the cities and getting them to become more and more animalistic. So Prabhupada, he understood how this whole society is cheating and misleading us. And he gave these, what he called, two solid programs meant to change all that. One is book distribution, another one is the Varnashram farm communities. Srila Prabhupada, after retirement from family life, he went to live in Vrindavan. For some time. And he was preaching from Vrindavan and writing articles in the original Back to Godhead magazine, writing his books, Easy Journey to Other Planets, the first canto of Bhagavatam. Now most people when they go to Vrindavan they get absorbed, you know, they get into the Radhe Radhe kind of thing. And, you know, all sweet and nice and all oh, oh, that that's Vrindavan, that's from that's The mood of the, or you can say it's uh, something resembling the mood of the actual Vrindavan residents, the the pure devotees. But uh, Srila Prabhupada, uh, who's undoubtedly a greater pure devotee than anyone else living in Vrindavan at that time, or at this time, He was fully committed to the mission of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and fully commissioned to the order of his Guru Maharaj, who he understood that to serve the mission of his Guru, that is far more important than myself just trying to enjoy some uh, Vrindavan atmosphere. Of course, Srila Prabhupada was fully relishing that, but he came as a servant of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And the Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's mission at the present time, as
0: Srila Prabhupada,
1: states in this purport, the greatest welfare activity in this material world is the furthering of the Krishna consciousness movement. So Srila Prabhupada is very concerned to further the mission of his guru, which at that time was a mess. The whole Goryamata fallen to pieces and lost its its uh, purpose. Large, to a large extent, it had lost its purpose of changing the world by giving people knowledge of Krishna. So Srila Prabhupada wrote these, he was writing the, the, the first kind of Bhagavatam in which he analyzed the whole cheating of modern civilization, how democracy is cheating, how sense gratification is misleading people, And he had the clear idea right there of how to change the world. And he didn't want to stay in Vrindavan. He wanted to go out to the West to fulfill his guru's order. And he did that by writing so many books in which he gave the message very clearly. So Prabhupada said, these two programs, solid programs, of course there are many other programs, but these are the two basic programs, book distribution, and farms, Varnashram communities, to change the whole world. Book distribution means primarily Srila Prabhupada's books, and other books, according to Srila Prabhupada's own order, books that clearly follow in the mission of Srila Prabhupada, they also need to be distributed. Just like there, there can be no doubt that, uh, even though the book doesn't mention Krishna in, at all, that book, The Hidden History of the Human Race, which is a uh, synopsis, it's still quite long, of the forbidden archaeology, uh, by Sadaputa Prabhu and kamar Prabhu. No doubt, Srila Prabhupada is very pleased with that, because Srila Prabhupada wanted to contest the scientists who are cheating society, human society by uh, by this... Nonsensical Darwin's theory and neo-Darwinism. So, that contests that in a in a in a scientific way, which Prabhupada said to do that to point out that this Darwinism is, is cheating people. they they're, they're giving this is evidence that life comes from matter. Life is a transformation of matter. So, indirectly, they're saying there's. There's no God, there's no soul. Prabhupada wanted this contested. So books like that which are clearly following the mission of Srila Prabhupada, they should also be distributed. But the the main books for distribution are Srila Prabhupada's books. And books which give a clear message of Krishna consciousness, not mumbo jumbo round and round in so love, peace and all is one and nothing like that. Krishna, we should establish, Krishna is the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Let people know. There, there are already hundreds and thousands of books in the world you know, saying love, peace in all vague terms. This, uh, Prabhupada's books, clear. Love means love for Krishna. Love, any idea of love without love for Krishna is just it's uh, hypocrisy. There's no real love. Love for the body, that is not love. So, these are the programs. And Varnashram. Come out, come out of this uh, demoniac society, which is teaching you nonsense, misleading your life, cheating you. And you think you've got security, and any time they can just, you know, the whole society can collapse, or they'll just a few people will collapse the whole economic system or just a few years ago all over the world the price of food went up one day the dal was 25 rupees the next day it was 80 rupees kilo what happened there was the same amount of dal it didn't just suddenly become out of stock but financial manipulation by people who wanted to make big profit and people went hungry all over the world demons they're demons Hoarders. Prabhupada said they should be shot. That was Srila Prabhupada. When when that was going on, when Prabhupada was said they should be shot. That's all. I think, well, that's very bad. But anyway, you say what you like. I'll, I'll prefer to follow what Prabhupada said. So th- these people are demons. They'll starve people, they'll make wars for uh, economic, political purposes. They'll. Uh, You know, they'll they'll make, or other wars, like like, just like the NATO forces intervene in Kuwait when Saddam Hussein (laughs) invaded. They didn't intervene in Rwanda when hundreds of thousands, literally, over a million people were killed. But their humanitarianism, some or other, their humanitarianism didn't manifest. They liked the Kuwaitis. They had so much feeling for the Kuwaitis. That they had to go half the way around the world to liberate them from Saddam Hussein. But for the Rwandans, somehow they didn't feel the same compassion. It might have something to do with the fact that there's a lot of oil in Kuwait. Possibly. It's a good theory. Of course, you can't prove anything, but. <laughs> It wasn't an economic... There was no no political or economic purpose to serve in Rwanda. And afterwards, President Clinton said, Well, I'm sorry. We should have done it. Sorry, folks. Never mind. We'll send you a hot dog dinner with love from Uncle Sam in memoriam. So these people actually, I mean, Prabhupada, he also used that word, which is an extremely provocative word, but it's a fact. I mean, you see these people come on TV, it's been a long time since I watched TV, but you see they come, you know, nicely dressed, with a tie, and a suit, and they look very respectable, and they uh, you know, talk about, yes, uh, well... You know, we have to do this and national interest and humanitarianism. They're demons. They're they're sitting in their Camp David and making plans how to exploit the world. And in their own minds, they think they're good people also. They think, you see, well, you see, it's, it's actually good for the national interest. And they even think... I mean, Hitler thought he was a good man, no doubt. We always make the example of Hitler, although... You know, was Churchill a saint? Was Roosevelt a saint? I mean, uh, you know, they're all demons. They're all just demons. We should know this clearly. Prabhupada's solution, go to the land, get out of this demoniac civilization and distribute books. Otherwise we have no business in the cities. Distribute the books, spread, the, spread this knowledge. Of, Preach means preaching according to these books. Everything what's in these books. Not selectively. Well, we won't preach this because people won't like it. Prabhupada never had such a thing. When he went to Uppsala University in St- in Sweden, which is, you know, Sweden's the most socialistic country in the world. And they, you know, if you say someone's superior to another, they really don't like it. Although they, <laughs> Sweden, Norway, they, they have this idea. Yeah, we're all very liberal and fair, but, you know, they actually, now Norway's also got plenty of Africans and Muslims, and it's, no they're pretending that they're pretending that we don't like this that we're pretending that we like but actually the norwegians they don't like the africans and this and then that guy went and shot a bunch of people and he's like now they stop reporting about that they just stop reporting about that trial of, of that guy they don't want, you know now you don't hear about it anymore you see the press they also completely then the, the journalists, I, I met some journalists in Goa and I was speaking to them about how, you know, all the people are cheating and this and that. And I said, You're cheating also. I said to the journalists, You're, you're also telling all lies in your newspapers. And they say, Yeah, well, you we like to speak the truth. But even if we do, they won't print it. So, to give the truth, means to give what's in Prabhupada's books and the knowledge that follows that that's needed for human society it's not an easy thing to do because people won't like it and they'll go against us it's much easier to be religious and pious and just say the things that they like to hear talk about love and peace and feeding the children and this and that and all is one and universal love and all, we, we believe in all the saints and all this kind of thing. But if we tell the truth, the, most of these saints are demons. They're cheating you. They oh, but he, what have you been cheating? He talks about love and peace and he lights a candle for peace. Didn't you see it on TV? But they're demons because they're misleading you. They're taking the position of guru, but they're not teaching how you can... Get free from birth and death, how you have to surrender to Krishna they're taking the position of guru and putting all the emphasis on themselves and not on Krishna so they're demons also some demons they're you know they're, they're obvious and most of them nowadays are not like I say they'll have a suit and tie or they'll have, or they'll be dressed as a sadhu and talk about peace and love, but they're demons. They're misleading. And they'll tell you, yes, you work hard and be a success. And they're also... What is this? Be a success in modern society. That means your whole life is a complete... If you become a material success, then you're a spiritual failure. Of course, it's possible to have both the things together, but mostly... It, the two things don't go together, because to be a material success in modern life means you have to be very competitive and cutthroat. And, uh, and uh, then where's, Krishna, where's the Krishna consciousness? Where's even the time? You have to work like 18 hours a day. And where's the time for cultivating Krishna consciousness? So Pramit said, go to the farms, live peacefully okay it's it's hard no doubt that uh all right there is no electricity so it gets hot and you don't have air conditioning or fans but you have association of devotees chant Hare krishna and and so you you can perfect your human life by this but if we become part of the modern society then We can have Krishna consciousness. Just like in India, there's so much Krishna consciousness. It's not that Prabhupada invented Krishna consciousness. It was already there in India. But who is becoming a pure devotee? Who is surrendering to Krishna? Who even had an idea to surrender to Krishna? I mean, really to dedicate your life to Krishna. A few Babaji's here and there, although Prabhupada wasn't very... He wasn't a great fan of the Babaji's either. So, uh, yeah, the message is clear. But it's a strong message, but it's the message which is required. How are we going to get through to, how are we going to convey that to others? To, to fulfill Srila Prabhupada's mission, to be, to be actually a servant of Prabhupada, to not just offer him flowers every morning, but to really serve his mission. We're not going to do it by you know, just some smiling and being nice to people, so-called being nice. It's going to take full surrender on the part of the devotees in this movement, and actually fight with this demoniac society, which means to distribute these books widely, to preach this message as it is, so that people will hear the message and understand it. Most people won't understand it very easily because they're One thing is that uh, the whole attitude we have in this material world to not surrender to Krishna. Another thing is we're so brainwashed by modern society to think that my self-interest lies in getting money and security comes from having a bank balance and... You have to be respectable according to modern society in a suit and tie and all this kind of thing. Respectable. <laughs> People are so brave, and they can't, they don't have the faith in Krishna that if we simply follow Prabhupada's order, then everything will be all right. Krishna will look after us. We may go through many difficulties. So many. Prahlad Maharaj went through so many difficulties. If he'd have just cooperated with Hiranyakashipu then what would be the difficulty for him? That's why Hiranyakashipu couldn't understand either. Why didn't he just do what I say? I'm not, I'm not... He's Hiranyakashipu wasn't against Prahlad. He was against Indra. He wasn't against Prahlad. Was, no, I, I took all the hard work of doing all these austerities, and all you have to do is just, you know, be a good boy. And you'll... I. I'll, I'll, you can share all this, which I've... I'm giving to you. Pallad was... Uh, he wasn't interested. He went against Hiranyakashipu. Hiranyakashipu, he, uh, he responded in an extreme manner. And we get afraid. Someone, some relative says something like, well, I don't think that's very good. What you're doing, all this Krishna consciousness. And immediately, ha ah, ha <laughs> completely, completely thrown out. And look what Prahlad had to go through. And we'll pray to Nishimha Dave, sing the prayer, but is Nishimha going to appear if we are also partaking in the demoniac attitude? So it, it requires complete Surrender. If we're really going to change this society and, and make, fulfill Prabhupada's dream, fulfill Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's dream, when I say we, well, who are we? We're very, very tiny living beings and this whole Maya is very strong. The whole demoniac society is very strong. What can we do? Ultimately, we can't do anything. But we can become instruments in the desire of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, fulfilling the desire of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, that is what we can do. But to uh, help people who are suffering in this society, this idea you just go and smile at them, and then we have the hugging guru, and, uh, be nice to them, and make people feel, tell them it's all right, don't worry, it's all right. Oh, what, that? what do you mean it's all right? Now There's birth, death, old age, and disease. Then, what do you mean? Making them feel good. What is this? It's complete cheating. You should tell, Oh, I'm feeling so bad. Good. You're feeling bad? Very good. That's a good start. Now try to understand why you're feeling bad. Then we can start talking about the cure. Why are you feeling bad? Because in this material world, we must feel bad because... We are rebellious against Krishna. Now you chant Hare Krishna. Surrender to Krishna. Tell them. You have to surrender to Krishna. Without Even if you tell to chant Hare Krishna without this surrender to Krishna. Yeah, yeah, you just go on with your sense gratification like Dhruva Maharaj. But Dhruva Maharaj, he did his bhakti sadhana but he didn't continue with sense gratification. You, the two, it won't work. You, we can't preach like that. Our Acharya has never preached that you continue sense gratification and you chant Hare Krishna. Va'n yes, in which there is some, alright, there's some allowance. But we don't preach like that. That yes, yes, you go on with sense gratification. You always preach. We may allow, alright, you see, Kshatriya, Vaishya, Shudra, they may have some. Allowance—it's—it's it's allowed some allowance, but it's not like you preach. Yes, enjoy. No, you—you you tell them, okay, you have your little sense gratification, whatever it is, little, not gross sense gratification. But you should un, you should hear also and understand the actual fact that material life is miserable. We have to give up sense gratification and surrender to Krishna. So this is the subject matter of preaching. Preaching doesn't mean that we're just trying to increase our numbers like Christians or Muslims. Or That's you know, it's nice. We have to convince people of the actual purpose of life. They have to surrender to Krishna. And to do that, we have to be convinced. We have to surrender to Krishna. That's why you'll see, even here at the end of the fourth, toward the end of the fourth canton, the same thing that we learned the first day we came to the Krishna Conscious Movement, at least when I joined. I don't know what they're teaching nowadays. But, but uh, the same basic points. Because we need to hear again and again and again. Otherwise we're going to so many esoteric subject matters and thinking that we're very sophisticated and advanced. but you know, Very basic things. People are suffering because they do not know that we are not the body. They are trying to enjoy this material world. Therefore we have to give them knowledge of Krishna. Therefore we have to have an alternative. Show the alternative. How we can live. Simply, peacefully, depending on the land, the cows and Krishna. These things have to be there. This is the mission. This is what... This is what Prabhupada means, and it's not my speculation, that, that this, because Prabhupada said it himself, that the greatest welfare activity in this material world is the furthering of the Krishna consciousness movement. This movement is giving human society information about the kingdom of God. That's what we're supposed to do. Hare Krishna! So we have to fight the demons. But no use to bring guns and tanks and bombs and swords. No use. Give them Prabhupada's books. Much more powerful than any tanks or bombs. What's the solution to Islamic terrorism? Distribute books. Really? Prabhupada said, there was all this fear of the... uh, that uh, the... The Soviet bloc would over it would like they'd bomb the Western world to pieces and the Reds would take over. Prophet said if my books are distributed in Russia, then there's all this nuclear war would be averted. They were afraid of in the West there was all this fear of nuclear war between Russia and America. Means Russia with all their Allies, allies means, you know, allied by force. And America. So there is a very failed nuclear war. Prophet said, if my books are distributed in Russia, then nuclear war will be averted. So what's the solution for Islamic terrorism? Well, it's easy to work out. Distribute Prabhupada's books in the, in the Islamic countries. That's the solution. What's the solution for Christian terrorism or Hindu terrorism? What do you mean, Hindu terrorism? Hindu terrorism means they're, they're killing so many animals. They're slaughtering so many cows in the land of Gomatha. That's also terror. They're, in America, there's a number one terrorist country. In there. Is it number one? I think Brazil. They kill more cows than any other country in the world. Number one terrorist in the country in the world is, what is it? Pakistan? No, Brazil. They're killing more cows. In America, they probably eat more cows per, per capita than anyone. These are, this is this terrorism? Go, go have a look at the cow. See how they're happy, how they're being killed. I just saw something yesterday. Someone in America, he brought his school group. They, give, they bring them on different outings, educational outings. I think they, maybe they do that in India now also. We used to go also. One time they took us to the source of the River Thames. We drove about two, three hours to the River Thames. (laughs) (laughs) The sacred river. So we went, but at the time there'd been no rain and it was just a field and there was nothing to see. So we drove like two, three hours, walked into a field and then paid full prostrate obeisances. (laughs) No, actually we didn't do that. Then we came back. So anyway, this guy in America, he took one time his students, they're kids, 10 years old, to a chocolate factory. So, you know, they went to a chocolate factory, and I guess they filled them up with chocolate, and they're all happy. So next time he took them to, uh, because, you know, chocolate is one kind of food. So next time he took them to a slaughterhouse. And they were all vomiting, and they had to have psychological counseling afterwards. And, uh, and the, the teacher's going to get disciplinary action taken against him. He said, well, you know, turn the chocolate factory and, you know, just showing them where their food comes from. That's all. But it's terrorism. And the result? They'll all have to be killed. Nasty. Nasty society. So how to counteract that? Distribute Prabhupada's books. Preach. What is the actual message? Establish these farm communities. Train up these children so they don't get this demoniac out. Up- education. Let them learn what is Bhagavad Gita. What is Srimad Bhagavatam. Who is Prabhupada? Let them learn. Who is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu? Let them learn this. Otherwise at school they'll be teaching them who is Shah Rukh Khan and Amitabh Bachar. Maybe not in Tamil Nadu. They have their own. Rajnikanth. Who is Rajanika and Useless? Useless people. Really useless. Nothing nothing of any value whatsoever to offer anyone. So let them learn about Krishna. Let them learn about... Him. Yeah, Let them learn about Prabhupada. They're not, they're not about Rajanika and Prabhupada. Prabhupada is here. And they don't know they glorify Vivekananda it's, it's let them learn what is sadhu Prabhupada didn't play at being a sadhu he was really a sadhu okay Hare Krishna is there any question about this Hmm. I was wondering uh about uh this uh kind of society and uh is uh any principle of dharma which is more important in this age? Is there any principle of dharma more important in this age than? I couldn't understand the question. Can you understand it? Most important and less important principles of dharma. Well, in every age, the only true principle of dharma is to surrender to Krishna. It's possible to eat meat dharmically. You can follow dharma and eat meat. Not in Kali Yoga, but we find that uh, Brahmins, they used to eat meat, not every day. They wouldn't get it from a slaughterhouse. yajna that which is offered in sacrifice. But that doesn't apply in this age. Yeah, so the principles of dharma, they, uh, the, the manifestation of the principle of the activities of dharma changes. they, They may be different in different ages. It's possible to eat meat in a pious way, not in Kali Yuga. But that is also mixed with Pa, as we find in this fourth canto of Bhagavatam in this very story of Puranjan, which we're reading. And actually, even any kind of punya is always mixed with papa. P- punya means piety, and papa means sin. Any anything except full surrender to Krishna is always tainted. So, yeah, there are there are different prescriptions for different ages. That's true. Practically, people can't follow anything in this age. Very little so better they chant Hare Krishna. That everything is there by chanting. Sādhya-sādhanatapta-je-kichu-sokal Hari-nāma-sāṅkirtane-milive-sokal All the sadhana and sadhana and tatva, all the, the the goal of life the means to attain it, the philosophical understanding concerning all these topics, everything is complete by Harinama sankyuta So that's it. But as far as possible, the uh, dharma should be followed, as far as possible for this age. Just like, for instance, uh, marriage is a principle of dharma, that children should be produced within marriage, not outside of marriage. So that's something which should be maintained throughout Kali Yoga. That's just an example. It's a it's a rule of the material world, but that should be maintained. So, Hare Krishna. All glories to Srila Prabhupada. And, Krishna willing, I'll head back to the farm. All glories to Srila Prabhupada. Hare Krishna. I also said nothing new. But it should be said again and again. Nothing new. No new stories to